Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthy for Life podcast, where we will be discussing maintainable, sustainable, conscious living. I'm your host, Sarah Grace, and thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, I'm here today with my guest, Candice. She is a hypnobirthing specialist and a hypnotist by training. So um, today we are going to be talking about some really, really cool things, some things that I am very passionate about, and I know she is too, um, in regards to birth and um, births of all kinds. And so uh, Candice is here to kind of share her experience, her knowledge, and just give us some information and some insight into birth. And so I hope you guys will enjoy and Candice, thanks for being here with me today. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself, like your background. Um, yeah. So I'm a birth doula. I've been working in childbirth for the past nine years. In addition to that, I teach hypnobirthing, um, the Mongan method, and I've been doing that for about six years in Tampa. I'm also a clinical hypnotherapist, so I've had over 400 hours of training and studying the subconscious and how we can work with that. And so my specialty is combining um, utilizing the resources of the subconscious mind mm. to see how we can use that in childbirth. Um, the path that led me here was essentially positive experiences of my own birth. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to share this with other women. In fact, it felt wrong not to. Right. So it really is a calling for me. I, and I love that. It's something that you're really passionate about and you wanted to share. You've had your own positive experience with it. So when you, with your original training, had you had your children and had you, um, already embraced or used hypnobirthing or was, were you already trained in, in the, um, hypnosis side of things for people? And then the hypnobirthing came later. Um, so I had my own birth experience, which I used hypnobirthing for. Okay. And I had such amazing results. Mm -hmm. You know, a really, really positive first birth experience. It wasn't very long. I didn't tear. It just was an amazing experience. I felt very, very blessed. Mm -hmm. But I also felt a sense of responsibility. Like, I have got to share this with other women. So from there, I decided, okay, I think I'm going to work in the birth world. And I became a doula. And then I started going to births. And I was like, man, this is rough. This is, I don't think this is my calling. There's like some missing component to the childbirth education. Mm -hmm. Because you can learn facts and you can learn phases and stages of labor. But it's really training the mind mm -hmm. before we get to birth. Yeah. Right. And so that's just like, okay, so let's do the hypno birthing. Let me become certified in that. Let me share that way. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed that there were some women who needed some additional support. Mm -hmm. And that's where I decided to go on and get my training as a clinical okay. hypnotherapist so I can specialize in pain management and so that I can better know how to help women who may be having difficulty um, for whatever reason. So not necessarily just with uh, birth, but maybe with other areas in their life, emotional 
related traumas, things like that? Absolutely. So we can use hypnosis for so many things. Uh, we can use the hypnotherapy model to help someone um, manage going through chemotherapy. Mm. You know, we can use the hypnotherapy model to help someone to deal with chronic pain in their body. Um, we can use the hypnotherapy model if someone have, is having um, a particular issue in their life that's bothering them, mm-hmm. um, such as anger or something like that. Yeah, and it's funny because when I think of hypnosis, and this is kind of what I thought of back when well, before I had my daughter was I remembered, I think I was at like a fair and there was a guy, you know, with a, with an audience and he was bringing people up and hypnotizing them. And you just kind of think about it sometimes like, oh, that's just, you know, those are actors or it's like magic or, you know, it's like evil or you just, people don't really know. And now actually doing it, you know, with you and experiencing it, um, and becoming educated about it. I also read, um, the, the hypnobirthing book, just so you guys know, it's an awesome book. Um, now I'm, I'm informed and I'm educated and I realize, okay, this is not like some dark magic. And like you told me, it's what you allow yourself to do, right? It's your correct positive like tell people a little bit about okay that side hypnosis. of hypnosis yeah yes it's like it has some mystery around it yeah people hear the word hypnosis and they think about someone clucking like a chicken yeah right or maybe you went <laughs> yeah. to some you know uh kind of entertainment thing where one of your friends got up on stage and right. did something silly right okay so that's stage hypnosis okay and so clinical hypnosis is very different but they're similar in that we're both working to gain access to the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And the subconscious mind is extremely powerful. It's the part of the mind that governs emotions and motivation. Mm-hmm. So when we think about, you know, hip, hypnosis, I think that kind of some of us have in mind these like old movies that used to be shown where the guy is like swinging a pendulum and the guy's eyes look really weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the truth is that is kind of a misguided view, a sort of dramatized view of Mm -hmm. hypnosis. Um, Hypnotherapy is very different. Hypnotherapy is all about working with the power of the inner mind to Mm. achieve the results that you want. Yeah. So whether you're looking for, you know, physical healing because you're healing from a surgery or you're looking to gain some ease and clarity in your life. Um, or if you want to use hypnosis for childbirth, right? You know, so there are some really practical applications of hypnosis, and um, that unfortunately, because we live in a culture where entertainment is highly valued, I think that clinical hypnosis has kind of gotten swept under the rug. Mm. Um, you know, something good that has come out of the uh, stage hypnosis is that we can see that it's powerful in a way. Um, these people are not actors per se. Mm-hmm. You know, so what happens is the stage hypnotist is kind of looking for people who are receptive yeah. and open. And mm. so they know exactly what to look for. They're trained. Um, but the truth is anyone can be hypnotized. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of how skilled the hypnotist is. Mm-hmm. Um, so in regards to what is clinical hypnotherapy, clinical hypnotherapy is utilizing hypnosis and the power of the subconscious mind specifically to lessen discomfort in the body and Mm. a huge component of that within hypnobirthing is the perception of pain yeah 
So pain is something that is different than suffering, right? right? Discomfort in the body is very different than mental anguish, Mm, right? Right. And so in hypnobirthing, which is one way to use clinical hypnotherapy and hypnotherapy and hypnobirthing, what we're looking to do is kind of help a woman reframe how she views her um, body and the messages that it gives it. Right. So we live in a culture where we have a lot of instant everything. Right. You know, if I'm in the line at the bank and I'm not really enjoying being there, I can instantly go to my phone and flip on social media and it's rather entertaining, mm-hmm. right? If I have a headache that morning, um, I can always take an Advil right. to make it go away. So hypnobirthing is helping women to drop down into and listen to their bodies, Mm. which is really important because we live in a culture where we're really in our heads and we're a little bit disconnected from the messages of the body. We can easily distract and we can easily ignore, right? So, you know, maybe if you have to take an Advil every morning for two weeks, something's going on, right? (laughs) Right. You have to stop and think what could be causing that. Right. Or maybe if you are, every time you sit in a line, you feel really uncomfortable and you're always distracting yourself. Maybe there's some other emotional component that is trying to get your attention that you're ignoring. Right. So I think we live in a culture where we ignore these things. We get to labor and they show up and we're like, oh, this is scary. I don't want to deal with this. I don't like this. Yeah. You know? And it's it's interesting that you say that because um, actually Candace and I were talking just earlier um, when she got here and there is definitely um, this sort of mindset and this this, um, feeling among women that it's like, you know, either they're fearful of pain and they've seen, you know, television and, and heard stories of their, from their friends who, um, have had these really terrible birth experiences or, um, people are like, you know what? I don't, I don't even want to deal with it cause I don't have to. Um, it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. Get rid of it. And I think that hypnobirthing for, for me even has just been so incredible to help you. Like you said, get in touch with those messages and how you view them as they come to your body, how to prepare, how to deal with them and, and how to set your mind, um, in a different place, because there are all kinds of testimonies of people even who have healed themselves of disease just from, from changing their mindset. Right. And there's people who they found, um, you know, especially with breast cancers and, and cancers like that, have a lot of emotional trauma in their past that they haven't dealt with. So the mind is so powerful. And I think that it's an incredible tool, like you're saying, to use during birth, you know, and and helping us with how we we process these messages or these things that are we're being exposed to, you know? Right. So yeah, hypnosis works with the kind of the power and the influence of the inner mind, the subconscious, who receives its um, information through images. Yeah. And so, once again, think about those images that we've received of birth. Right. That is our programming of birth. So when you go through the hypnobirthing program, we look at that and we kind of examine that. We hold it up to the light and we say, is this true? Right. right. And 
So we can use hypnobirthing to look at what those thoughts are mm-hmm. that we have about birth. Are they beneficial? Mm-hmm. And is the body showing us what to do in labor? And if you have space and if you're able to just be patient and allow the mother to take any movement she needs, usually she will instinctually do what she needs to do Mm -hmm. to have the baby. Something that is required for every labor, a natural labor, is for the mother to be able to go down inside of herself Mm -hmm. and find her inner resources. So hypnosis is one way to build up those inner resources, especially where they may have been diminished in regards to birth in our culture. Mm -hmm. So hypnosis is about practicing that relaxation every day, learning how to get into this like relaxed state of focus so that you can train your mind how to very consciously relax each part of your body, how to unclench your jaw, to, you know, allow your shoulders to drop, to allow the hips and the tension and the buttocks mm. to just go away and dropping down into this, what I like to call a lower brainwave state, right? It's very different than what we're used to on a day-to-day level. It takes some practice and being able to drop down into this state where you are just moving at a slower speed. You're getting in touch with your body and your breath. And I think even like, you know, we're in, in society, we're so used to being kind of, um, like busy and caught up and it's hard to get your badge. Yeah. Of honor. Right. You're Mm -hmm. always, you always have something going on. And we often, even when we're, um, taking a break or, relaxing we're watching tv we're still doing something and stimulating right and we don't ever train that part of our brain to just almost be just present with nothing going on and just relax into that and i think that's what's been really cool for me even is um with practicing the hypnobirthing is being able to shut everything off. And I'll find that some days when I've had more stress or a busier day, it's harder for me to surrender to that and just let that kind of take over and and don't think about other things. Just listen Mm -hmm. to what she's saying on the recording or whatever. And so I think when you, when you get into your birth, you start to birth your baby, um, you, those thoughts maybe of fear or past experiences or whatever it might be start to come in Mm -hmm. and then you rush off to the hospital and then you're thrown into that whole situation. Mm -hmm. It's really hard if you're not um, educated or experienced to to shut your mind off, right? And to really get in touch with just relaxing. Right. So the benefit of hypnosis is that it helps you to move into the parasympathetic sphere of the Mm -hmm. nervous system. Um, So the sympathetic sphere is kind of like the alarm bells that are going off, you know, the fight or flight. And so it's really important that a mother can get into that parasympathetic state in order for her circulation to work well, for oxygen to be able to go to the baby and the uterus Mm -hmm. and her tissues to open freely. Um, you know, her respiration needs to be in a kind of relaxed, calm way so that she can navigate this very physical experience, but also this 
um, there's an emotional component to birth too that I think that our culture kind of shuts down. And that's why working with the subconscious is so powerful because we're working with that emotional and that motivational part of our brains. Um, and so, yes, we know that with positive thinking, we can improve our health. But the thing is, is that it's not just, you know, our conscious mind, our subconscious mind is really powerful in how we perceive the world. Right. And so with listening to this recording daily and attending the five classes with um, the hypnobirthing childbirth educator, you can start to look at kind of what is your training about birth? You know, what is like, I call it like your programming, right. like what have you been fed your whole life about um, pregnancy, your body, the female body, um, you know, a woman's uterus, childbirth and the postpartum period and just motherhood in general. Mm -hmm. You know, we're a culture that doesn't really value motherhood. There's, right. you know, there's, it, it affects the bottom line, you know, and I think that more and more women want a more positive experience absolutely they want yeah. to feel more empowered they want to feel more respected and so hypnobirthing is one way that we can go in and get some childbirth education but also once again work with the power of the inner mind build up that resource mm -hmm. you know people say well i've never had a baby before how do i practice practice relaxing because the baby comes usually when the mother can let go and surrender. Right. And so I think that's another thing that's going on with kind of why we view childbirth the way that we do in our culture. I think that we really value masculine energy in our yeah. culture. And feminine energy, which essentially is the essence of birth, is one of yielding and surrender and being able to go with the flow and that is what is required of birth you mm. sort of it's it's an experience where you're swimming in it you're surfing the waves and you have to learn how to move through those waves and not just in your body but in your mind right it's that's so true and it it's I feel like I'm a perfect example of that because going into my first birth with my daughter being an athlete and being single for a long time and very independent and always kind of a tomboy I prided myself in my physical strength and the fact that I didn't feel like I relied on anybody and I didn't need anything. And my mindset going into my birth was like, I'm going to get through this just like I have everything else. And that's going to be fighting because I'm tough. And so it was really hard and it was a learning experience, you know, now going, getting ready to do it a second time that, wow, I need to surrender. I need to learn to um, accept this, to not fight it, to learn to relax, to be calm. And it's, it's interesting that you say that embracing that feminine side instead of the, you know, more masculine independent side and um, respecting that and being okay with that. Seeing you know? the strength in it. Yeah, the strength Seeing in the it. Seeing the strength exactly. in it. The willingness to kind of surrender inwards. Yeah. And to... Um, see the effects, not just of physical strength, mm -hmm. but inner mental strength 
to carry you through something. Yeah. Right. Which is so powerful. Right. And so it is good to be physically fit. It is good to have some mental grit for childbirth. Yet that alone can't save you. (laughs) Yeah. That alone is not like the magic trick. I think the magic trick is really having an ability to drop down inside yourself, to know how to relax, to be able to sit with yourself, Mm -hmm. so to speak, Um, you know, to put away the phone, to put away the busy, busy badge and to be able to acknowledge your own emotions and to be able to acknowledge the signals that your body is giving you. Like, are you clenching your jaw? Are you holding your breath? Mm -hmm. Because if you're doing those in labor, it's sending the message to your body to trigger that sympathetic nervous system, right? Right. And if that's triggered, that can affect, um, you know, your entire body system because our autonomic nervous system runs all the systems of our body, how we breathe, how we, um, our circulation moving through our body, um, whether we're jumpy or not, you know. And so once again, just being able to find a state where you can drop down into that relaxed state of focus. Right. And so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, the, the fear, I think that has become common around childbirth and even like some of the things that, um, you know, we hear that you might experience during birth, like, um, you know, throwing up and sometimes when you go into the active labor before you might throw up or, um, even like having to, poop yourself, like things like that. But oftentimes they're like, um, the way that they're told, especially by our friends is like, you're like, Oh my God, I cannot believe it. Or girls would be like, you know, I had to throw up. This is bad. This means I'm sick. This means something's wrong. Right. You know, and there's a lot of fear that goes with all of that maybe because women aren't being told ahead of time, like these are the different stages and things that can go on in your body and it's normal and okay. Right. You know, so let's talk a little bit about. Yeah. So when you're giving childbirth, the body is acting as an exit, Mm -hmm. right? We have a culture that values the vagina as a insert point (laughs) rather than an exit point. Um, But the truth is, is that men's penises expand and deflate all the time and we don't think too much about it, right? Just how it is. Well, women's vaginas can also expand and then, you know, shrink back down as well. So I think that, you know, in regards to vomiting or pooping, I think this really stems from a culture where women are supposed to be pretty. Right. We're supposed to be pretty. And that's our, that's the cultural value that we have. And, you know, throwing up or pooping during childbirth is completely normal, but it's not necessarily pretty. Right. Right. And so it kind of requires a level, once again, of surrender to the body's process, to the natural process. I mean, think about who we would be as people if we lived, say, 200, 300 years ago. We probably would have seen our mother give birth. Right. Maybe we would have seen a sister or an aunt give birth. We definitely would have seen like some type of animal give birth, right? If we were like living in like a farm lifestyle, we probably would have seen a goat give birth. Right. Maybe a cow, maybe a sheep. You know what I mean? So the like gross factor right. just wouldn't exist for us. So yeah. I think once again, we're a culture that's pretty removed from um, kind of the natural process of life. But yeah, it's totally okay to vomit in labor. In fact, it, 
can be good. Sometimes it kind of spurs the next phase of labor on. Right. Um, but not all women vomit, you right. know? I've definitely had a labor where I didn't vomit at all, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and some women feel nauseous for just a minute. Um, you know, this is kind of out there, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there because I think that the audience is kind of natural minded. Um, I, I like to think of birth in terms of energy, the mental energy that a woman has, but also the physical energy. And um, like we hear stories of people that take hallucinogens, they take ayahuasca, they take mushrooms, and often people vomit. Mm. So it's almost like this clearing out that is necessary for this you know, um, kind of enlightenment process. If you look at it more of like a spiritual side, right? Exactly. Or energies, right? right? I see what you mean. Yeah. And that's interesting. And I think that's another, you know, if you want to go there, I think that's another aspect that our culture is really missing out on. Right. Is that I think, and I believe, having attended over 100 births and witnessed the beautiful synchronicities mm-hmm. line up in my life the way that they have, um, it's just really changed how I view life. And I think that birth is a spiritual process. Mm, absolutely. And I think that is, it's about walking and meeting, walking with and meeting our inner self to prepare us for motherhood. Mm. Um, and I think that we really ignore that as a culture, you know, so kind of the hypnobirthing model is saying, look, this is not just a physical thing that happens to my body you know this is a mind body spirit if you will connection that's occurring Mm. and we need harmony like let's just stop it's not just about the numbers it's not just about the baby's heart rate right it's also i mean obviously that is important and i'm glad that we live in the day and age that we do like that's essential Mm. however let's also look at the big picture Right. Like, you know, that statement, like someone that can't see the forest for the trees. Right. You know, like we we have to keep into account that if we're disrupting the mother continuously, we're interrupting the natural flow of oxytocin in her body that would allow her tissues to open, expand and for the baby to come out naturally. Exactly. And I think that's why women often, you know, many women that I've spoken to sometimes feel like they were gypped in a way after Mm -hmm. their labors and they feel like they were kind of just shuttled through this like conveyor belt system. In fact, I literally just had a conversation with one of my good friends the other day who gave birth to twins. And so she had had her son a month after my daughter at home. But then when she found out she was pregnant with twins legally in the state of Florida, you know, you can't have a home birth. So she found a doctor that was open and willing to do a vaginal birth with twins And, um, so she was telling me how she compared the hospital experience to the home birth experience. And I know there are great hospitals out there, like you, you mentioned with Tampa general, and there are really people who are starting to open up to respecting more of the mother's wishes. But she was saying how it was literally like, boom, bam, boom, one thing after another that Mm -hmm. came at her that she couldn't deal. Her body couldn't naturally get her through what she was going through. And so, you know, she had to have the epidural. She, um, the second baby was born breech and Mm -hmm. he was blue. And it was like, because of the, all the, the rush, it was like, she felt so rushed through it the moment she went into that, you know, situation. And so I know that like, 
a lot of women sometimes leave feeling like either they weren't present in the experience or something was almost taken from them during it, you know? Right. So that is something to consider. And just to make it clear, hypnobirthing doesn't necessarily promote home birth. Right. But what we do is we ask women to look at their options. Right. And we help women to kind of sort out what those are and look for where they are on their risk factor. Um, but yes, the difference between a hospital birth and a home birth can be very different. So something to keep in mind when you are walking into a hospital, you are walking into an institution, mm-hmm. policies and regulations and protocols. And we may have it in our head that our nurse is going to be kind of available for us, but we live in a really litigious day and age where she has got to like be constantly typing on the computer and checking, you know, your blood pressure cuff and checking and scanning your wristband and, you know, organizing this into the computer. So, you know, it's no one's fault per se, but it is just kind of the difference of walking into the institution. And obviously, you know, if she's having twins, I understand how she had to go to the hospital, but yes. um, Well, and I think, I think too, like that's what's so great about hypnobirthing is that it does educate you and and show you your options so that if you go into a hospital birth with more knowledge and a support system around you that maybe your experience can be a lot more positive you exactly. know than just going in like all right i'm here do what what needs to be done you know <laughs> exactly so we talk about some things that you can ask your care providers you know, the main thing in hypnobirthing that we're wanting people to do, it's not about where you have your baby. It's about where you feel safe. And if you feel a genuine connection with the person that's going to be there right, helping you when you have your baby. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. You know, a lot of times people research their children's kindergarten more than they do who is going to actually catch the baby right. when they're born, right? <laughs> Um, or in some cases, assist the dad catching the baby, right? So I think it's important to, you know, kind of shop around when you're looking for care providers, mm-hmm. even if you're halfway through your pregnancy. Like, it's not too late to change care providers. I promise every minute that you spend on hold with an insurance company is going to be worth it because when you're in labor, you don't always feel like talking. And so once again, that's the one of the benefits of hypnobirthing is that we really encourage dads or partners to be involved mm-hmm. and to kind of get on the same page as mom. In fact, they they have a critical role because we want them to continuously help mom to get into that relaxed state. So we want them to help mom listen to her recording. We want them to do like touch massage on mom. We want them to be able to talk to the hospital staff if they need to. In fact, we even do some role playing and we kind of go through different questions that might come up with different um, scenarios. So yes, the hospital experience is very different. I have seen many, many beautiful hypnobirthing hospital births. Right. And one of the things we do is we kind of put a sign on the door that says, you know, hypnosis in progress, right? You know, so kind of that, just please respect and honor this space. This mother is doing her part to have a natural labor. She's doing her part in learning how to really dial in and listen to her body and drop out of that thinking mind and into the softer mind Mm -hmm. where she can kind of have this relaxed state of focus and so that she can make whatever movement she needs to make so that she can follow her body's lead. 
And so I think it's important that we don't interrupt that process. And it's important that women are choosing, if they truly want a vaginal, and especially if they truly want a natural birth, that they're choosing a care provider that can that. that can yeah. support that. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I'm not one that, I'm not like in a, across the board all the way, everyone should have a natural birth, because right. I don't necessarily think that's true either. Um, I think that our world as American women, as American mothers, would be so much easier if we could let go of the blame and the judgment of mm -hmm. other women. Yeah. Right. We're all doing the best that we can. Right. With the knowledge and the wisdom that we have in that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, no one ever wakes up today and says, I want to be a stressed out mother. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, that's not our goal. Yeah. We love our kids. Right. And we usually want better for our kids than we had. Exactly. You know? It's kind of just this thing that happens when you become a mom. So we're all doing the best we can. Hypnobirthing is about helping to help women see their options, like right. what's out there, what's better for me. Some people I've worked with, they feel, you know, maybe their dad's a doctor, like they feel safe at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Other women are like, no, I don't want that. You know, right. I want to be at home or I want to be at a birth center. And so I think it's really worth the time and the effort to um, not just look at the birth environment, but the key, the true key is the relationship between the mother and the care provider. You know, Absolutely, does your care yeah. provider treat you like a person? Do they look right. you in the eye? You know, are they just wanting to do vaginal exams before they even held a conversation with you? Because that doesn't feel good. Right. You know, so um, that's really what Ooh. I think that we want for women is them to have a positive birth experience where they feel that they are involved in the decision making. Absolutely. And so um, when it comes to the Mongan, the Mongan hypnobirthing method, um, is that the only one that's out there or are there other ones that say somebody, you know, is looking to do hypnobirthing and study it? Right. Um, cause I know that's one of the highly recommended ones, but are there others like, yes, there are, there is, um, a program called bliss birth. Okay. There is hypno babies. There is many different online things that are popping up. Um, and don't get me wrong. They're all good. If you do the homework. That's yeah, the thing. It's not something key. where you can just read the book. You really have to practice. Yeah. The benefit of taking a hypnobirthing class uh, with an instructor is that you get five sessions where she's really helping you learn how to do self-hypnosis, where if you just read the book or you buy the online program, it's not quite the same. So when you get to work with someone to make sure that you truly do know how to go into this relaxed state that you're looking over the birth preferences together and you're kind of, um, she's kind of explaining to you the importance of waiting for the body's natural expulsive reflex. Right. You know, listen, waiting for that urge to um, give birth. You know, when you can kind of go over these things with another person in person, it's really helpful. I think that um, we live in a culture where there's like an app for everything. But when it comes to childbirth education and hypnosis, um, it can be really beneficial just to reach out to your professional mm -hmm. and, you know, get that one-on-one, -on -one, like, mentoring. Right. I kind of compare it as, like, going to math class or having a math tutor, right? Of course, math class is good. It's important. You can learn a lot from it. But when you actually have a tutor... It can, Such a big difference. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> usually there's less distractions. You're a little more focused. You can ask the questions right. that might be really bothering you. And maybe you can even get a personalized lesson. So the key, though, and that's something that you said, is you have to practice. Right. 
And like, I know you told me five to seven days a week, right. you know, shoot for practicing your self-hypnosis, right. listening to your positive affirmations, really, you know, looking at positive imagery and, and really embracing the whole aspect because I know a lot of women say, Oh, I tried that, but it didn't work because they read the book or maybe heard about it, took a class, popped in the headphones when their labor started. And then, you know, Holy shit. When you're, you know, a couple hours in and you don't know how to call on the, 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 the real training, I guess, because you haven't practiced. So that's probably a big key, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So some women are going to be able to go into hypnosis deeper than others and that's okay. But a huge, huge impact in how they are going to utilize the hypnobirthing in the labor is how much they practiced it. Mm -hmm. So it's not just listening to the recording. It's doing the breathing exercises, Right. right? Doing the positive affirmations, doing the visualizations. And also if someone's having trouble, if they go to put on a recording and their mind is racing, Okay, so you have some underlying anxiety that we need to look at. And that's where, once again, if you're able to work with the hypnobirthing childbirth educator, and especially if, you know, in my instance, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, so I can say, okay, what's really bothering you here? Like, why are you up at night, you know? And we can look and we can examine, well, it's not so much actually the birth that's giving me anxiety. I'm thinking about how it's going to affect my career, okay? Mm -hmm. Then we can do a whole hypnosis session on that to bring some clarity and some mental focus. So there's many layers that add up to birth. Yes, practicing hypnobirthing is very, very beneficial. But there's many layers to birth. Does the mom know how to relax the body? Does the mom know how to relax the mind? Does she have a healthy body? Does she have a healthy relationship to her body image? Does she have a healthy relationship with her sexuality? Does she have a healthy relationship with her partner? Is she financially stable? Is she emotionally stable? All these things add up, right? It's kind of like, you know... a a gas gauge like where are you full are you empty you know so we want to fill up the mother and uh with you know fill up her gas tank fill up her you know inner resources that so that she is feeling positive so one of the things with the hypnobirthing is that we do ask that the mom and dad get together and they talk about you know what do they plan to do as parents you Mm -hmm. know and that they take time to imagine being the baby in the womb and what's that like? Right. Right? What's the atmosphere that the baby's coming into? Mm-hmm. And usually when they can kind of see see that, well, wow, what's my baby experiencing right now? They can kind of make a mental shift. So once again, one of the benefits of hypnobirthing is that it helps the mother to connect with the baby um, and to really get honest with how they're feeling and get some hypnosis to help release some of those fears that may not be just about the birth, right. but maybe about other things that just bringing a child into the world could impact their life. Cool. Yeah. And that's what I love about this whole model is it really fits so many areas of life and just being conscious of how you're you're living how you're thinking I mean that is like the whole premise of this podcast is about really embracing and maintaining a conscientious life like you know why are we doing what we're doing why was I put here what do I want out of life what do I want out of my relationship my birth how do I feel about myself I mean all of these things these principles are applicable to a lot of different areas in your life. And so I think it's so cool to be able to share this with our listeners that 
um, you know, hopefully current pregnant women or moms to be, you know, will consider hypnobirthing and, and look into it, but then also, um, maybe postpartum mothers and, um, even men just, you know, could apply hypnosis and could apply just the principles of living conscientiously and really being in touch with your, your feelings, your emotions, what's going on around you and your environment. And, I, I love what it's all about. I think it's so cool. And it's definitely impacted my life, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, being aware of kind of our thought process, how mm-hmm. that affects our body. Yeah. Um, how that affects our relationships. So what's really awesome with the hypnobirthing is that the dads often benefit from the classes as well. Because Absolutely. they're getting that relaxation. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of getting to see the benefit of, wow, I've kind of watched, like, she's been doing this for two months. Like, she's she's changing. She's less anxious. She feels more confident. This is really cool to, so it's kind of something, a journey that they can take together. Right. Um, but I think there's a lot of beautiful gifts in birth Mm -hmm. and that we learn how to rely on the breath. We learn how to sit with ourselves or rockers way. (laughs) We learn how to, um, kind of drop into our inner essence, whatever we sense that to be. And, for most women, they drop down deep enough and they find that they are so connected to their baby. It's just a matter of kind of getting out of the mind right. and dropping down into the body. And I think kind of the universal truths of life that like everything is temporary, mm-hmm. you know, like you can manage this. This you can, too shall pass. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you can, being able to know how to like regulate yourself through breathing, mm-hmm. being able to know when to surrender, yet also kind of knowing when you need to step in and just show strength, you know, being able to let certain things go, you know, certain thoughts go particularly, like those all come up in birth. Right. I think like the really cool universal truths are really present in a natural labor. And I think it's a rite of passage that our culture doesn't really honor very much. Mm. You know, we hear people say, like, well, it's not like you're going to get a trophy. Um, No, you're not going to get a trophy. But you might feel really, really awesome about yourself. You You might learn something along the way about yourself. Yeah, and it could, you know, for me, hypnosis and hypnobirthing, but also the birth experience is, like, opened up a door in my mind absolutely like wow okay i did that now i can do anything exactly because essentially you're moving through layers of your own energy Mm -hmm. and some people don't like that word but you know you could think of it as your respiration rate you could think of it as how good is your circulation moving through your body you know you're moving through your own tissues in your own presence you know and so that takes the ability to be patient Mm -hmm. and to be able to train your mind to accept whatever is arising. So once again, we're a culture where we're do, 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 and we don't really value just accepting things, right? And so birth requires an acceptance, right? An acceptance of the baby that's in the belly, acceptance of that you're going to be a mom now, acceptance that the imminent birth is coming and you're about to have a baby, right? Yeah. And so there's kind of this saying, and I think it's never more true than in labor, what you resist persist, mm, right? So true. Right? And so 
hypnobirthing really is about making that mental shift to with every surge that I have, you know, it brings my baby closer to me. Like I welcome each and every surge or quote unquote contraction. Mm -hmm. I welcome each contraction because it's going to bring my baby out, Yeah, you know? And so that's very different than the programming that we get. But the truth is when we can flip the script, when we can start thinking about birth in those terms, I welcome this experience, usually the quicker and the easier the baby comes out. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today, Candice. And tell our listeners um, where they can maybe find you. Um, Are you on social media or a website or? Yeah, I am um, on social media. So you can find me. I'm on Facebook at Candice Birth Doula. Um, But I'm also on affiliated with the hypnobirthing institute so you can always go to the hypnobirthing institute and find the different practitioners in your area some people teach group classes some people teach private classes it kind of just depends um on how they run their business um but you know i just want to encourage each and every listener to research your options consider taking a childbirth education class in some form and also um, consider what type of mental training are you going to be doing for labor? Mm-hmm. Um, because it is very helpful if you can have some tools in your toolkit. So um, your Facebook, again, is, um, t- do you know the actual handle? Yes. So it's Facebook slash capital C, Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, birth doula. Okay. Candice, birth doula. Yep. Okay. And doula is D-O-U-L-A. Right. Doula. Okay. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this this talk today. It's been really cool to uh, have Candace here and I hope that you guys have all gained something from it and, and learned and you're inspired and motivated and maybe you're curious about hypnobirthing and um, you feel empowered to go out and, and educate yourself and to make the best decisions for you and your family. So Thank you for joining me today and make sure that um, you go and subscribe and you check back in next week for our next episode. I'm going to be having a midwife joining me soon. So um, we'll have lots more cool conversations around birth, but um, thanks again for listening.